Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Happy rainy day in Georgia to you. It is Tuesday. What is today? The 5th? Told you guys, I don't know. I'm not a weekend warrior. I think so. (laughs) Happy April. Happy April showers, or is that, yeah, April showers bring May flowers. For most of you, it brings like a butt ton of Claritin. I get it. No reason to be afraid, though. So funny. I think our immune systems are just like, oh, it's time for Claritin. As soon as someone mentions spring or pollen, your immune systems are like, anyway, speaking of, how many of you are like super excited about the prospect of Elon Musk actually changing things on Twitter? Judging by your Twitter feeds, uh, America looks pretty darn excited about this. Before I get there, let me go here. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so. That is where my shows are parked for now. Uh, on YouTube. Monica Matthews, you can find my daily shows there. I'm switching over to video. <laughs> Not slowly, but surely, but I am. <laughs> and so my, for my podcasters, you'll still find me here Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for subscribing and please share my work with others. And I do appreciate you when you do. Um, I also take your, uh, your, uh, your ideas. If you want to email me at Monica at com about show ideas, topics, things of that nature. Uh, but right now, today, this is like the topic at hand. I, I know we've got you know, the Supreme Court justice nominee. We've got children. We've got Republicans really showing their true colors about who they are in terms of being pedophile friendly. Uh, we've got Elon Musk, who is now on the board of Twitter, who ironically enough, many of you are thinking, oh God, he could save the day which is interesting to me that although it makes perfect, you know, kind of human sense that whenever you're totally thirsty, totally dehydrated and starving, the first person to come along that offers you, you know, the potential of a crumb, has it even said what the crumb's going to be, has kind of eluded and teased people on Twitter with his tweets about he's looking forward to, um, what did he say? I'll have to go to my Twitter feed. Uh, but there was a word I asked Elon Musk to define, right? Uh, but effectively, it's like working with Twitter, you know, for changes. and Or that changes was not, that's too banal. I'll find the word. But I was like, before we all get super excited about that, we should probably stop and consider words and the power thereof. And what does that mean exactly? Right. So most of us, especially content creators, are really tired of, of, of the molestation of our First Amendment rights. And whenever you ask yourself, how did we get here in allowing big tech to strip away and leave our constitutional rights standing completely butt naked, but naked to say it in Southern terms, um, in the streets of justice. Like she's just standing there going, hmm, I don't know what happened in the First Amendment. But the Twitter CEO says, you know, that your First Amendment right is not his uh, concern. So let's go to... Mr. Parag, where is he? Mr. Parag Agrawal. Our role is not to be bound by the First Amendment, but our role is to serve a healthy public conversation. And our moves are reflective of things that we believe lead to a healthier public conversation. The kinds of things that we, we do to what about this is to focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. One of the changes today that... Hold on. Focus a little less on free speech and think about how things have changed for the times today. Sounds like Parag has very little regard for our constitutional rights. 
and you wonder how we got here. And I tweeted something that may seem um, that some could completely misconstrue, but anyone who follows me knows that I'm the least bigoted person on the, on the planet. I was going to say the airwaves, but that's not true. Many of my colleagues are not even close to being bigots, but anyone who speaks the truth uh, could very easily be construed as a bigot. But I tweeted, you know, I wonder if Parag is kind of part of that whole influx of President Trump's desire to bring, uh, you know, other nations brightest and greatest to our nation in the tech space primarily, right? Um, or, you know, did, did Parag become this way once he actually hit the shores of America because he's he is Indian American? Um, like, when did he come here with this, with his ideas, that have nothing to do, out of his own words, have nothing to do with the Constitution of the United States of America, which is a problem for someone who is actively acting in an editorial capacity. He's a publisher. They all are. They own our content. They dictate what goes on their platform and what doesn't. Who does that? Publishers do that. And so if he gets to determine, why is he still protected by 230? Why are these, why are these people, why are these platforms protected at all at this point? And so it'll be interesting to see what Elon's response to this is, right? Are you going to protect our First Amendment right? Rights? There are multiple rights rolled up into that. Freedom of speech being a foundational precept. But but this goes to a much larger conversation that if you missed my show yesterday, I would encourage you to go back and listen. I had Larry Allen, Alex Taunton on with me uh, yesterday. You can check him out at Larry Alex Taunton, T-A-U-N-T-O-N.com. Uh, Larry is a prolific author, uh, you know, debater. He has debated with some of the most, you know, world-renowned, uh, atheists, agnostics, you know, Muslims, you name it. Um, and at this point, you know, he's bumping up against Christians who who have this crazy idea that, you know, you can mix mash secularism and humanism and all these isms in with Christianity and still get the same beautiful product of freedom. And I don't think it works that way, obviously. We opened our borders, and we always have, right? And that's great, because my mother came into this country as an immigrant. My mother, however, represents most immigrants who went through the proper channels to come here and who came here for the purpose of our First Amendment rights, our constitutional rights, our due process, as Larry reminded us yesterday, it's, it's impossible for a country to maintain its freedom in a godless capacity. And the only reason this country has survived as long as it has is because we are, or we have been, undergirded by Judeo-Christian principles. Make no mistake about that. You can deny it. You cannot like it. You can reject it you can ignore it and but it doesn't it it does not undo and it doesn't wash the blood stains that come with that fact with that truth it doesn't no matter how hard society tries and and culture tries and immigrants who have no regard at all for what makes this country great or maybe they were placed here because this country is great. Maybe they were placed here to work from the inside out. What better way to reverse social engineer than through a social media platform? And who do you think is trained in social engineering? So maybe people have come here for the sole purpose of dismantling America because maybe they're godless. There are plenty of godless people roaming through the streets of America. 
plenty of them sitting in your United States Congress and Senate, sadly. And so for those of you who are like, oh, well, remember the good old days back in Reagan, I will, repre- I will, I will repeat one of my favorite followers, Miss Gabs. We are no longer in Reagan's America. This is no longer Reagan's America. And you have to get honest about where we are as Americans, as a country. Where are we? And so while you all are waiting for crumbs, and this is not a slight on Elon Musk, I have no idea what the man is going to do, but he certainly is in a very interesting position now, isn't he? Right? And some of you are just willingly trustful. You're just so excited that there's someone who could actually make a change and you're hopeful. And I guess for me, I've learned my lesson about putting my hope and my faith in the arm of man. Because that same Judeo-Christian principle tells me that not only is it futile to put your hope in the arm of man, you are worse than a fool. And you're actually cursed for doing so. So whenever you apply those precepts to where we are in this culture today of looking to politicians and to millionaires and billionaires and the poor and the black and the Latinos and the straights and the gays and all of our special classifications to save our butts as a nation, our own constitution apparently cannot save our butts as a nation right now because there are people in key positions and primarily within our judiciary who have zero regard for the Constitution. And you are about to elect, uh, you're about to nominate, not only nominate, but you're about to seat. She's already been nominated. You're about to seat who I would refer to as a godless human being. I'm not a biologist either. I think she's a woman. I think she would classify herself as a woman. God knows everyone who's cheering for her knows that she's a woman. And she's a black woman, which is why most people are salivating over, yes, this is it. This is our chance. And they think that, that black Americans and black Democrats and Latino Democrats and Democrats in general that are just dumb enough to keep falling for this campaign mailer uh, platform that they have of, look at us. We're the, we're the party of the blacks. Look at us. We're the party of the Latinos. Um, and look at us. And no, look at you. Look at you, Democrat Party. Look at you, Republicans. What have you offered America? Nothing. People are hurting. They're tired of the tropes. They're tired of the real people, mature people, who want to take care of their families and protect children. Not everybody is a nutcase on the left, mind you. Not everyone is pedophile-friendly. I mean, just mind-blowing. Not everyone is pumped about $6 a gallon for gas. Not everyone's excited about uh, supply chain shortages that are only going to get worse, according to the, uh, you know, the selected-in-chief. So what do you... So so you have to to start reframing... (laughs) Almost every word you spout on social media in order to start taking back the narrative space so that you can turn, you can turn that, you can turn that tide back because that's what it is. It is a tide of information that is meant to, it's not only meant to divide us, it is meant to utterly annihilate us as, as a nation. And what is a nation? It's not only our land, it's not only our resources, but our greatest resource is us. I've said that many times on my show. Your neighbor is your greatest resource. Your work, your your employees are your greatest resource. Not what you make. Not what you're selling. Not what you're delivering. But your people. Your communities. Your family members. As different as you may be. You are still your greatest resources, vaccinated, unvaccinated, whatever you're calling it these days. I don't know. Confused, not confused. But, but here's where we're being called, I'm calling you, 
to draw a line. You have to draw a line where the children are concerned. That is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. It is not negotiable and it's not acceptable that you would simply mock the left and think that somehow this is just going to go away because it won't just somehow go away. Now, I'm going to play this clip for you uh, whenever we come back of Katanji Jackson. I always want to call her Jackson Brown. Hilarious. Brown Jackson. Uh, I'm going to play that for you in just a minute. But first, we're going to go to... um, some of my more favorite elements of my show. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, guess what? If you head over to MyPillow.com and type in Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, in your code box, guess what you're going to get? Up to 66% off of these giant bath sheets that I just received. Holy cow. You could fit two people in that. There you go. There's some fun on a weekend for you husbands and wives out there. You could also get a great night's sleep with my favorite two new pillows that are now on my bed at MyPillow.com. Using my name, Monica, to bless your family with wonderful gift sets of bath sheets and towels and stuff for your pets and beds and blankets and all kinds of slippers that y'all can wear to Walmart and all that wonderful American stuff. MyPillow.com, code Monica, MyPillow.com. Did you guys know the Biden administration has already printed more money in the past two years than the previous 100 years combined? Not to mention the national debt just hit a record 30 trillion dollars. Guess what that means? It's only a matter of time before the house of cards comes crashing down. If you have retirement savings, your money could be at serious risk. Talk to my friends at GoldCo to see how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. Head on over to monicamatthews.com backslash GoldCo and they will give you up to $10,000 in free silver when you open an account. monicamatthews.com backslash GoldCo. Tushin. Um, the Constitution makes clear that um, no one is to be discriminated against in terms of their exercise of uh, voting. And the Congress has um, used its constitutional authority to enact many statutes uh, that are aimed at uh, voting protection. Um, there are also, um, there are also laws that, um, relate to ensuring that there is, uh, not only voting access, but ensuring that, that, uh, there isn't fraud in terms of, of voting. Um, these concerns (laughs) are, um, embodied by various laws and provisions, and there are disputes at times over um, the concerns and the balances that that are being made uh, across the country relating to the exercise of voting. And those disputes come to court and uh, then eventually to the Supreme Court that interprets uh, the laws that pertain to to, to the fundamental right to vote which, as you say, the Supreme Court has Painful. Um, acknowledged is a fundamental right. Now, that is a fundamental right. But I would, I would want to ask her who, because I'm assuming she would, she would then follow that up with, it's a fundamental right because the founding fathers and framers thought that it's a fundamental right, not to mention you know, as things were hard fought and won on a state level, um, as, as, well, as well as federally obvious, uh, for, for people, for all people to be able to vote, right? It is your option to vote. But, but what the left has done, well, let me finish that thought. I would imagine she would say that man is responsible for that, right? Whereas I am of the opinion and of the faith, of the belief 
that not even on man's best day would he ever have a bend toward liberty without God. And that's been not only by practical experience in my lifetime, but it is through watching history with godless societies and where they end up. And where they end up is where we are right now with regard to this pedophile-friendly movement. And what's interesting is that most of us had no idea how deep and pervasive it was, right? But now you're getting to see rulings of people across the country that are extremely lenient on people who have raped everything from, you know, everyone from a three-month-old to, you know, a, a child, an older child, teenagers. I mean, we're talking infant rape, violent, grotesque, vile, filth, wickedness that you, that you can't even wrap your mind around that if you're a sane human being. And judges who have decided that it's within their purview to completely obfuscate, to completely molest, to completely ignore, malign uh, the law with regard to sentencing recommendations. Um, you know, I was under the impression, well, some states, not sure federally, but on a state level, well, and at that point, it wouldn't even be a state issue. But, you know, this whole case in North Dakota that I've been pounding sand about for a couple of days now because I just learned about it, it is um, the most egregious thing I've read in a very long time. And it wasn't, it wasn't just the crime that was perpetuated on this three-month-old. It was the sentencing that came down after that. And this Judge Reich, go figure, in North Dakota decided that four years was enough of a sentence for that guy. But what really threw him in the slammer for 14 or 16 years was because he lied to the court about his recommendations, about about his character recommendations. He wrote his own, right? He wrote his own. And so the judge was super upset about that, but not the fact that this guy raped a three-month-old and then crushed her ribs while he was doing so. Mm-mm. Nope, that wasn't enough. And apparently we've got uh, Senator Dick Durbin, who uh, doesn't think that he was objecting to Senator Josh Hawley's <laughs> uh, legislation on tougher sentences on child uh, uh, crimes, child uh, pornography, okay, because that is a crime. Contrary to Katanji's opinion, which is, yeah, it's a crime, but it shouldn't carry the same weight as it did in the past because if things were just sent to you ad nauseum through the internet, these are new times. Remember, we heard that at the beginning of the show from Parag, from, from the CEO of Twitter. These are new times. So we don't really look to the Constitution. We don't look to our First Amendment rights because these are new times, right? And that document, that's, that's, that's really not necessary now. We're not focused on that. Right. Well, apparently we're not focused on protecting the children either. And we're not focused on putting pedophiles exactly where they should go. And listen, as a minister and as a as an overcomer of this crime, I can tell you that I have an enormous amount of mercy and compassion uh, for people who um, have gone down this horrific, wicked road and been enticed and tempted of, I believe, of the devil and have agreed with that satanic realm and it just keeps taking them back there over and over and over again. And do I believe that if someone who's been down that road, if they ask the Lord Jesus Christ for forgiveness and they receive his forgiveness, when you receive forgiveness is when you repent, right? Well, it's like, it's like let me say this, because some, some people would argue with that, and I could see why you would argue with that. I will say this. The word says to confess your sins. And, the, and it, God is faithful and just, his justice ex, is executed in the heavenlies and the courts, right? To forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. But the word also says, for those who, who cause these little ones to stumble. Yeah, 
It would be better that you have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the deepest parts of the sea. Had nothing to do with technology. Had nothing to do with your ability to acquire more porn because you happen to have a computer. Uh, Had nothing to do with, you know, well, these are just the times. Nope. Mm -mm. No. That was God's word. I didn't write it, but I believe it. And I still have, uh, I still pray for people who are ensnared by that level of reprobation. Because it really is only God who can pull someone from the depths of that. But it does not mean that they need to be roaming freely um, in this earth with the rest of us and with our children. Contrary to what Katanji, what her personal opinion is. Right? And this is just the level of lack of respect I have for people. I'm not I'm not all rolled over about people's, uh, you know, experience. And, and, you know, some people... Some people who are actually honorable people, right? Sure, they come by it through life, right? Through academia, through, um, you know, honor, uh, through achievements. Sure, that that can be the case for sure. Uh, But when you're dealing with a level of arrogance, uh, identity politics, uh, godlessness, complete secularism and humanism. And you're talking about sitting on the, the, the most grand, so what's supposed to be the most grand court, uh, in our land. I'm not impressed by who you clerked for, uh, the fact that you were the first black, whatever. I don't care. I'm not moved by those things. Not at all. Especially when it comes to our children. If you cannot protect the children, and you cannot defend the Constitution of the United States of America, and you cannot tell me that you are a female and you have a daughter who is a female, I don't need you to sit on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. It is that plain and simple. It's not because I'm a Republican. It's not because I'm a female. It's not because I'm conservative. It's because I'm a Christian, and I love this country. I'm a constitutional Christian. I'm a Christian constitutionalist, if we're putting it in its proper order. But first, let's go over to Dick Durbin. You're going to love this. Speaking of excuses for pedophiles, and thank you to Senator uh, Josh Hawley, who would like to make it, you know, tougher, tougher sentences on these folks who have apparently just been running around you know, with two two year sentences, four year sentences for the most egregious crimes in our country. Reserving the right to object, I have to ask myself, why now? Why does the junior senator from Missouri bring this bill to the floor of the United States Senate today? When you think back, this matter has been considered. Originally, the guidelines were considered in 1984. The question of child pornography came back to us in 2003. In 2005, there was a Supreme Court case about applying the guidelines on sentencing to these types of cases, a case known as Booker. We know that in 2005, that decision was handed down. We know in 2012, the Sentencing Commission said to Congress and to the world, you need to do something here. These guidelines that you promulgated don't reflect the reality of today. We know as well that uh, the guidelines were written, some were written in an era when the materials we're talking about were physical materials, and we now live in a world of Internet and access to not just tens and hundreds, but thousands of images, if that is your decision. Again. It's going back to technology, and it's going back to kind of what Katanji's argument, her personal opinion from the bench was, her legislative opinion from the bench was, well, technology's changed, and and it should not carry the same weight 
that that a man being able to choose to acquire and, and amass a certain level of magazines or physical, uh, you know, porn and movies and whatnot. But but because it's online, and sometimes you just don't have a choice about what comes into your inbox. And you know, the fact that you've got twenty thousand images stored on your computer, you know, well, it's the computer. It's different. It's different. That's the argument that Senator Dick Durbin is making right there. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, when I saw that clip, I was like, hmm, what's on your browser history, Senator Durbin? With all due respect, sir. When when it comes to, you know, it's like with Mitt Romney, I'm like, who's got the tapes? <laughs> Just come forward. What, what, what are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? You know, and that's, and that's my quippy, uh, that, that is my commentate, my commenting. (laughs) But all, in all seriousness, you go, "Hmm." just last year, you were not in favor of Katanji Brown Jackson. And now you think she's the greatest thing ever. She's a phenomenal choice for the Supreme Court of the United States. How does that happen? How does that happen? I mean, as married to to a choice as someone is, how all of a sudden do they just how do they change that? Right? That's what I want to know. So I'm of the humble opinion that some people are just, you know, their sins are very slowly being found out. But, you know, sometimes you can just call it as it is because it's right there in front of you. Um, and it just makes you wonder, what is your affinity for these people who are molesting our children? Why are you defending actual child molesters? We're not talking about going up against this whole LGBT heist of a, of a, I call it an industrial complex because that's what it is. Uh, and so, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these are individual men that have been busted with images and, and they have physically raped children and, and you jack legs are find some form of a defense for these guys of leniency. It is truly astounding. And it does make me wonder, I'm just being honest. So uh, I was going to read something to you. Speaking of egregiousness. Okay. So uh, a friend of mine who you may follow, uh, Stu Peters. Okay. Uh, Stu was uh, what they're calling swatted last evening, I believe. And uh, what, what happens in that case is that someone calls the police and pretends to be you. And I think Tim Poole has 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 had a couple of bouts with this as well. Um, and they pretend to be you and say that you are at your home with your girlfriend with a gun to her head, and you're and you're about to pull the trigger if the cops show up. And then what happens? The cops show up, complete with hostage negotiators and the like. Um, and he was at home with his children, and this happened to him yesterday. And his children were, uh, you know, witness to all of this, just like uh, another friend of mine who was uh, basically, you know, raided by the FBI uh, with regard to his um, alleged involvement with January 6th and was not even anywhere near the state for January the 6th. It was kind of interesting. Um, but or the city, but um, but this th- this is something that is taking on a life of its own, uh, with regard to conservatives. It takes it beyond a step of doxing, right? Which, as you've heard me say a hundred times on the show, I am not in favor of that. I have people who have asked me to do that in the past, and uh, just dox accidentally dox people. I'm like, nope, not doing it because it is rotten. Um, I don't agree with it. It is illegal. If it's not in your state, it should be. Um, no one has a right to come to your home and harass you. I don't care how Black Lives Matter they are or how conservative they are. It's your home. Stay the hell off my property and leave my family alone. And we will not have problems. So now, you know, this is going to be interesting because you've got like geofencing. You've got all kinds of things that they're going to uh geotagging that they're going to be able to, uh, you know, put into play for this. I'm kind of curious to see whether or not, um, whether or not this actually ends up being (laughs) really more of an issue of the feds 
uh, actually, you know, have gotten involved in this harassment effort of Stu Peters. Uh, and it's my understanding that, you know, it's no, it's no secret that anyone who's in the space of conservatism who has an enormous amount of pull, which Stu Peters does, even though he's been booted from most platforms, you can still find him at least Twitter, Facebook. I don't know if he's on Facebook, but I don't know for sure he's on Telegram, uh, Rumble Channel. You can, you know, Stu Peters uh, TV. You know, uh, his show is doing remarkably well. He's just been, you know, he's been at it and at it and at it, and he's just like a bulldog. He's like a pit bull and gets these topics in his teeth, and he's not taking them out. And right now. He's got something coming out um, about the water. I don't know what that means. I have not. I, I saw the trailer. I'm not familiar with the story. Many of you are. Um, but he apparently there are thousands upon thousands of pieces of documentation uh, of these whistleblowers. Also, some folks who have already been um, offed. They're no longer with us who were uh, scientists and people who were blowing the whistle on a number of things uh, with regard to whatever is allegedly or has been in the, in the city and county water systems. I, I don't know. Again, it's something to, if you want to follow Stu, go to Telegram and do so. Um, but I just, I wanted to hit on this whole swatting thing because it is extremely dangerous. Uh, whoever gets busted for it should absolutely go to prison, hands down. His children could have been killed. He could have been killed. And I think that's kind of the motive. Honestly, it's not to punk someone. It's not a prank. It's not like, hey, is your refrigerator running? Better go catch it. No, this is like the SWAT team showing up with like laser pointers into your skull with your little, you know, five-year-old standing at the door going, daddy, what's wrong? Or three-year-old, right? And your, uh, and your young, your young son's asking why, you know, you're being thrown to the ground or why the whole house is surrounded by men in military garb. Yeah, not cool. But but apparently this is a thing that is uh that is occurring. And uh you know I don't know how we recover from this to be honest with you guys outside of returning to to God. We just don't. I say that a lot on my show, and I say it as a minister, and I say it as someone who is practicing that myself in my own life. But what does that look like for everyone, you know? Yes, it is personal, but if the only documentation we have to stand on is the one thing the left is hell-bent on shredding, and they are encroaching, and they are incrementally taking steps to get to that place of, of... of really um, adulterating the Constitution. And it, it should not surprise us. You know, the Lord showed me years ago where because we were willing to allow the Word to be adulterated and perverted, we should have no, uh, this should not be any surprise to us at all that it would have come for our Constitution. Again, if you missed that show yesterday, I encourage you to go back uh, it is archived. It's on my YouTube channel. It's also in my Twitter feed. Um, and if you're a podcast subscriber, it's there as well on on whatever platform you listen in on. Uh, but that was a great conversation with Larry um, Alex Taunton. Uh, he, he reminds me a lot of Eric Metaxas. If you follow Eric, uh, their work is very similar in that uh, they're both, in my humble opinion, honorable uh, men, and they are and have lovers of history. Um, you know, and, uh, they're God fearing men. They love their country. Uh, you know, they've rolled up their sleeves and they've done the work. They're not just academics bloviating all over themselves about their latest and greatest, you know, idea about humankind. And, you know, I follow people like that on Twitter and they just, they, sometimes, you know, I'm like, Oh, my vocabulary expands because I follow them. And, and I like to be able to follow kind of the psyche and the mindset of some people. It's like whenever I was listening to Katanji, uh, just then in that clip I played for you in her uh, Senate hearing, if you pay attention to how people speak, when they begin to speak like this, that is a crutch. That is something that allows you, Kamala, time to think about what it is you're going to say. (laughs) 
um, because, because you are being deliberate and thoughtful about your words. But what it does is it sets your brain in such a way that your cadence will not allow you to run off the tracks in your thought process and it coming out of your face, right? And so when people talk like this, it is not normal for people to speak this way. (laughs) So people are, I talk with my hands a lot and I always have, uh, you know, but when Kamala is, is attempting to sound like she has an inkling of what the hell she's talking about, she begins with the picture language, like charades. She must be one hell of a charades player. That's all I'm going to say. But she begins with this stuff, right? And and you're like, okay, so she clearly has no idea what she's talking about. Okay, next. But when I listen to, you know, it's kind of like whenever, uh, what's her name, who came on to, uh, oh God, of course her name's going to escape me, the accuser of uh, Brett Kavanaugh. And, uh, uh, Christine Blasey, whatever, when she comes up and she starts talking in her little voice like this and, and then she's speaking up the whole time and she just doesn't know. And people who do up speak at the end of every sentence is like, they're looking for confirmation that, 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 that you believe what they are saying. And it literally makes me want to jump from a short building. Um, it, I just want to drive off a cliff when I hear people do that because it's, it's, and yes, I can up speak with the best of them. Um, especially whenever I'm attempting to explain something to someone I know, see, I just did it. Uh, I know (laughs) may not be following me, did it again. Right. Uh, but it's not because I'm not confident in what I'm saying. It does give me, it affords me a moment to think. So does a pause. It's not only for effect. Pregnant pauses are not only meant to affect you, the listener, and allow you a moment to digest what I just said and to feel what I said. It's not only for that, right? It's also for me to recalibrate. Gives me a moment. It's kind of like breath. It's kind of like air. It's like a breath, right? It's like a retard, musically speaking. Relax. So, yeah, just just start paying attention to the nuances of people. Just do that for yourself. Just pay attention to what they tweet, when, how they say it, what they say. Really important. So, before we go today. Uh, I not only want to take a moment to remind you of my uh, fantastic uh, new partnerships, but then whenever we come back, I want to talk to you about what's happening in the state of Georgia with regard to Herschel Walker, and uh, who is running for U.S. Senate and is like by leaps and bounds ahead of uh, his primary opponents, to be sure. Um, but also Candace Taylor, who many of you are not aware of, is running for governor in Georgia. I, I do want to talk about those things in, uh, in just a moment. We will be right back. Hey, guess what? If you head over to MyPillow.com, and type in Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, in your code box, guess what you're going to get? Up to 66% off of these giant bath sheets that I just received. Holy cow. You could fit two people in that. There you go. There's some fun on a weekend for you husbands and wives out there. You could also get a great night's sleep with my favorite two new pillows that are now on my bed at MyPillow.com using my name, Monica, to bless your family wonderful gift sets of bath sheets and towels and stuff for your pets and beds and blankets and all kinds of slippers that y'all can wear to Walmart and all that wonderful American stuff. MyPillow.com, code Monica, MyPillow.com. Did you guys know the Biden administration has already printed more money in the past two years than the previous 100 years combined? Not to mention the national debt just hit a record 30 
trillion. Guess what that means? It's only a matter of time before the house of cards comes crashing down. If you have retirement savings, your money could be at serious risk. Talk to my friends at GoldCo to see how you can protect your retirement with gold and silver before it's too late. Head on over to monicamatthews.com backslash GoldCo and they will give you up to $10,000 in free silver when you open an account. monicamatthews.com backslash GoldCo. Not a bad deal. I have been hashtagging silver for the past year. And this is before I partnered up with Gold Co. And I'm so pleased to see so many of you going over there. That is wonderful. Uh, I get notifications whenever that happens. And it makes me very happy because it tells me that you're paying attention. You're paying attention. And it tells me that you care about your hard-earned retirement. And no one else does. If you think the government is in the business of taking care of you as an older person, uh, you're sadly mistaken and you need to wake from that slumber and very quickly. I cannot stress that enough. And I would not have partnered with Gold Co. if um, I did not believe in their business practices and the fact that they would take care of you as my audience. And I know others of my colleagues, of my colleagues uh, who feel the same way. And, uh, and I know they would never put their name, their name uh, behind something or in front of something or beside something that they did not 100% believe um, was worth your time to investigate for you to make decisions regarding your finances in your future, right? I don't make any guarantees. I don't make any promises. Uh, but um, I do believe that it is incumbent upon us to determine the quality of our lives. And God gives us discernment. That reminds me, if you guys want to join me in my Bible study, which is going to begin, we're, we're finishing up this six weeks tomorrow as a recap night. I may actually put that up online uh, for you guys to be able to download in the near future. Uh, but also uh, moving forward, I am accepting new people into the Bible study group. And we have it on Wednesday evenings for now. It is on WebEx. It may end up being on a different uh, teaching platform, but it's been wonderful. And the Lord has been extremely faithful. It's not wonderful because I teach it. It is because he has been extremely wonderful with... Um, with showing up and being faithful because that's who he is and that's what he does, right? And you would be amazed how many people are actually answering the call to return to their first love. And for some people, it wasn't their first love. They had no idea who Jesus was and that Jesus actually loves them. Nothing more than a Bible song or a a nursery song or rhyme. Didn't know it. And so it's been very cool to hear the testimonies because the word says that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So it's been very cool for people to hear others' testimonies about how throughout the weeks, God has literally just showed up in people's uh, uh, individual lives in ways that are very unique to them. So in this time when the globalists are on the move to homogenize everyone, move everyone toward an AI program, uh, what better time than now for you to know who you are and whose you are? MonicaMatthews.com. You can sign up at Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. Just send an email in the subject line. Just put a uh, Bible study and I'll be happy to get back with you. So about Georgia. So apparently Herschel Walker is being throttled or suppressed on Twitter. This was brought to my attention today. I'm going to have Herschel on my show in the coming days. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things. I'm very excited about that. And we're also going to do a space together on Twitter. Uh, super pumped about that. Why am I bringing this up? Not only because I uh, I like Herschel, love his wife. Um, and Herschel is, oh my gosh, like over 40 points or maybe even 60 points over his uh, primary opponents, which is hilarious. Uh, knowing that, you know, you, you've got old Raphael Warnock, uh, you know, to go up against. But I got to tell you, I don't think that's going to be particularly hard for Herschel. But what they're doing, allegedly, uh, is suppressing to the point where anyone who retweets his name, it's not coming up. If you tweet his name, it does not come up. Now, Elon Musk, if you're listening, this is a problem for your company that you're now on the board of because this is a matter of election interference. 
which is a matter of national security. And Chad Prather, you guys may remember, just came out of his Texas uh, gubernatorial primary and was shut down about five or six days outside of that primary on behalf of Facebook, was actually reinstated. He won his case and set precedent in that case. But this is a totally different, this is a new issue in a new platform, but it's not, it's not a new tactic of the left. And so until people start holding them accountable for election interference, we're going to continue to see this. So I would encourage you, if you're running for office and you're noticing that you're being throttled, you are welcome to contact me. I would love to speak with you. And you should also be contacting your legal team. But I would definitely draw attention to it because people need to be made aware of what's happening uh, because it is election interference. Very plain and simple. When someone is throttled to that point where or or their content um, is being uh, touted as sensitive material or uh, sensitive in nature, right? We're talking just pictures of Herschel at a church. I'm sorry, what's so sensitive about that? The fact that it wasn't Raphael Warnock's? I mean, what are we doing here? And so pay attention to that. Um, And if you haven't already followed Herschel, go do that for sure. And his wonderful son, Christian Walker, who is an absolute riot. um, And go follow both of them. Um, And also try to retweet, see what happens. I'd be happy to take your information about that. Also, uh, you know, along the lines of the Republicans loving to lie to you to tell you how diverse we are. Uh, you know, we have a female running in the state, in the Georgia gubernatorial. Her name is Candace Taylor. Okay. Candace has been on the front lines of the election integrity battle since 2020. She was the first person out there. She's been a battle axe. She has never taken her foot off the gas with regard to 2020. Not even a little bit, not even once. Everyone else jumped on her coattails. Well, not everyone else. Because Brian Kemp certainly wouldn't want to jump on anyone's coattails with regard to election integrity in the state of Georgia. Um, but Candace definitely has led the charge on anything to do with election integrity. Most people do not know that Candace is even running. Un- unless she has actually met you and on the grassroots effort, which she has just killed it on that level. Uh, grassroots people are out in droves on behalf of Candace. But she has been cut out of the more public uh, debates and appearances, huge stink about WSB TV, which should not surprise any of us, in my humble opinion, my old employer. Um, but w- there was, you know, Stu, I think, did a big write-up on a big spiel on the uh, connection between the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and this multi-billion dollar deal going down with uh, a, lithium, a lithium battery plant that no one wants in Georgia except for Brian Kemp. So, you know, do the math. So, but Candace was kicked out of that debate forum because they're saying that she's not polling well enough to be in the debate. Well, that's not true. According to Candace's team, she polls at 30% in every single poll they've done. And she's been saying that for a while. I don't know her to be a liar. I don't know her to really speak uh, hyperbolically. Uh, that's not really her nature. She's a very straightforward person and she happens to be a female you know, a female who represents those suburban, boring white women that people are always saying the Republican Party's got to go get the boring white women. I don't know what that's about. Go get you some exciting young, you know, uh, yeah, that. Go, go, go get some sexy, young, beautiful, bright, promising, you know, go get the young people for God's sakes. And, and sure, you know, if you're worried about all these stuffy people in the suburbs because they have the money, Okay, well, money changes hands. Money changes generations. So go get the people who are still going to be left here in this place 30 years from now. Pour into them. Teach them something about the precepts of the Republican Party, for God's sakes. You got to love Scott Pressler. He's threatening to just take Mitt Romney's seat right out from under him, which I love. Uh, you know, and someone asked him, who are you? And he's like, I'm the Stacey Abrams of the Republican party. (laughs) I'm like, no, you're not. You're much prettier. First of all, (laughs) and you're not a political prostitute as far as I know. So there's a big difference right there. Anyway. Oh my goodness. I love my job and I love you guys even more. Okay. You know where to go mypillow.com. Okay. I've got to give my own live plug for this. I've never had a MyPillow. I just haven't. Whatever. 
judge me if you want. I don't care. But I got my my pillows in <laughs> and I put them in the dryer for the whole 15 minutes thing. I got them and they were flat. I was like, oh, all right, Mike. <laughs> so I read the instructions, you know, put your my pillow in the dryer for 15 minutes when you receive it. So I, I did. And it just poofed turns into this thing, right? And so I'm feeling in there like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. People either really love them or they really don't uh, on online reviews, okay? And even if you don't love the pillows, people love the house slippers. They love the pet bed and the pet blanket and the robe and the, <laughs> I threatened to do one of my shows in a mypillow.com robe, which I may actually do that, and my hair in one of their towels. Ha <laughs> But uh, with my marketing department today, we were laughing about that. And because I love promoting things that I believe in and people I believe in, as if you can't tell. Uh, but this pillow, right? I put it on my bed and I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is going to work out. And I get in the bed last night after a very long day. All I can tell you is I'm in love with my, my pillow. I'm just telling you, I will travel with this pillow. And I'm not one of those people. I don't travel with my pillow and my binky and all this stuff. I just, you know, I don't travel in my, my long johns and whatever people are doing these days at the airports. Do y'all remember that? Do you remember whenever flying and staying in hotels was like such an honor? It was a privilege for everyone, not just white people. It was a privilege for all of us to be able to be on a nice train, to be on a train, right? To take a bus. Now they're just trash, but you, uh, you know, to take a flight when I would fly to Germany with my mother as a kid, we were dressed to the nines, honey. And we were not in first class. Everybody was still smoking on Lufthansa, uh, for 10 hours of smoke. Yeah. And y'all are worried about some, you know, viral particles anyway. So on this aircraft and I'm in my, like my patent leather shoes and my nice dress and my bow. I mean, I, and I'm sitting there like a little lady too. Cause my mom had me trained. There was no running around the airplane. I was not screaming because my ears hurt. It was like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get in that seat. You're going to behave. And mom's going to smoke along. Uh, I almost said a long John silver. I love it. A, uh, a Virginia slims <laughs> menthol light and have a nice glass of champagne and you're going to sit there in color and go to sleep. And that's exactly what I did. Nowadays, you got kids running up and down the aisles. You got people cussing each other. You know, you got neo-Nazi mask, uh, you know, enforcers, also known as cat ranchers and flight attendants. You know, it's like, what is going on? Just fly the aircraft and get me there in one piece. Get me up in the air to 32,000 feet. Get me through the clouds and back down in one piece and we'll be great. I don't need you to worry about my cold symptoms, sneezing, none of that. Who's wearing a mask? Who is isn't who's watching porn, which it is totally legal for people to do that on a flight. Did you know that? That's awful. If you want to start banning something on flights, why don't you ban some jackleg's ability to watch Pornhub while we're all stuck sitting around him and our kids are right next to him? There's a good place to start for all of you uppities who are so up in arms about, you know, the masks on airplanes. And I see all you with your little Lysol sprays and your wipes because you're scared to death of everything. Anyway, my pillow. Okay, you got to go back to my pillow and use my code, mypillow.com. Monica, don't forget to put in my name or it won't work. It won't count. But I love my pillows. Oh, and the other thing I love, I meant it the bath sheet. Holy crap. You know, most Americans, okay, most of America's like obese, if we're being honest, but most Americans have like a couple of extra pounds, right? And so for some of you who are tall, even the shorter ones with like a few, your little rotund. It's okay. No shame, no fat shaming on my show. Uh, but I got in this towel and I was feeling like skinny and I was like, Ooh, I like this towel. And it's like, a, it's like a giant, it's like a toga. This thing is so big. It's awesome. And I've got like a little towel warmer. And so it, fit, it fits in there barely because it's big and I love big towels. And it's just long. So this sucker like wraps around me almost a couple of times. And I'm like, okay feeling good about myself and my towel, right? So the bath sheets, you got to order the bath sheets. I cannot say enough about the bath sheets. Love the bath sheets and the pillows. And I'm about to get my dog bed and my dog blanket and all that other stuff. And those little Walmart slippers. 
I don't know why y'all like to walk around in your Walmart slippers, but you know, if you have to wear slippers to Walmart, at least go to mypillow.com and order them. You can get the ones with the heels in the back so we don't see how crusty your unpedicured feet are. And uh, again, use my code and you'll be super cute. Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A. And remember to go to my website for uh, Gold Co. That's right, Gold Co. MonicaMatthews.com backslash Gold Co. And learn about what you can and should be doing with your retirement funds, uh, your savings. Uh, what you should be doing is planning ways to protect your hard-earned dollars. So you can go check out my friends over at MonicaMatthews.com backslash Gold Co. Pray for our country because it's a mess, honey. I'll be back here tomorrow with John Zadrozny of America First Legal. He's going to blow your mind about some stuff going on. But the hope is, here's hope. You ready? The hope is there are people out there taking care of business and lawfare. And that's really important. All right. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. Oh,